What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another special edition of the Red Solo Sports Podcast. I am your host, Matt Coe, and this is episode number 50. That's right, the big 5-0. We have made it. Thank you so much to everybody that listens. Thank you to everybody that supported. Thank you to everybody that follows me on Instagram. That's at Red Solo Sports. So if you guys have time, go check me out. And tell your friends about me. Tell your parents about me. Tell your grandma about me. I don't care. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a pretty cool ride so far. Hope we get some some more episodes on the way. Hopefully we can reach 100. So this episode is going to talk about a lot of different topics. It's going to get a little bit more serious because I am going to be talking about John Gruden. I've been kind of nervous. I've been kind of in my own head for the past day and a half. I mean, because this news just broke out. I mean, while I was watching Monday Night Football. And uh, I just... I'm nervous to talk about it because I don't want to get the wrong message or blowback or anything because I want to work for, for NC State. I want to work for ACC Network, and I hope that you know whatever I say doesn't get misconstrued or misinterpreted. Um, so I want, to, I want to provide some questions that people are asking, and then I want to provide some questions that I'm asking so that you guys kind of get the full picture. So we'll talk about that um, first. Uh, I've been gone all weekend, so I was in uh, Pittsburgh. Beautiful, beautiful city, by the way. Uh, first time in Pittsburgh, first time at a Steelers game. That was amazing. That was an amazing atmosphere. If you guys haven't been to Pittsburgh, y'all really got to go. I was pleasantly surprised, and I was honestly blown away uh, the way uh, Pittsburgh is set up. It's just endless hills. It's just hills on top of hills. I mean, I, I felt like I was going uphill the entire time, um, but – you go through this tunnel, and then as soon as you get out of the tunnel, boom. I mean, you're on this bridge, and there, there's the city. You know, the Pittsburgh, Heinz Field, uh, it's it's right on the water. It's beautiful. We saw it at night, so it made it just that much better. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to do much because we only stayed Saturday and Sunday. And get this, guys. You guys know I have such a hard time when it comes to vacation. So it was me and my buddy Chandler. Uh, he's been on the podcast before we, we were talking NFL and he's got a great podcast out there. The mile Hyler. y'all go check him out. And, uh, he's a big Broncos fan, writes for the Broncos and, and does some great work. But you guys remember our Miami trip, how disastrous that was. Well, 20 minutes before we showed up to our hotel where we were supposed to check in, they said, hey, we overbooked. And apparently there's this big wedding going on, a bunch of different weddings that got pushed back because of COVID. And even the Broncos players and some staff had trouble finding hotels. Uh, they almost put us in West Virginia. We were like, absolutely not. Uh, this is y'all's fault. Y'all are gonna y'all are gonna fix this. And eventually they did. We had to wait outside for about I think three and a half hours before we could even, you know, put our stuff down. So it was not off to the best start. And uh, I was pretty pissed. I was about to sleep in my car for that night. We didn't get to do anything because of that. We were there for the game, but I really would have liked to have, you know, experienced the city a little bit more, eat out. But everything closed at like eight o'clock, which is which is crazy. Uh, so it was it was still a great time, great game, great atmosphere. The Broncos fans were were heavy in there. The, obviously, the Pittsburgh fans were were heavy in there. It was a great game. It sucks to see Juju out for the season. If you guys haven't heard, he's going to have shoulder surgery, and he is done. And I think he probably played his last game as a Steeler, and that really sucks because not only do I have his jersey, but I'm a big fan of him. I think all of Steelers community love him just because, 
honestly, the hit on on Vontez Burfick, uh after he laid out Antonio Brown made me want to keep him forever. Unfortunately, Juju's career just hasn't panned out. And I think that we were just asking too much of him. We were coming off the hype of Antonio Brown, probably the greatest receiver in Steelers history, in my opinion. Uh, definitely one of the number one or number two receivers I've ever seen in per, uh, in person in my lifetime. In my lifetime. Um, I can't account for uh, players of years past. I'm just talking about in my lifetime who I've witnessed play. Antonio Brown is one of the best receivers of all time, for sure. So it, it sucks because we were asking so much of him. But he's going to make another team really happy. And I'm, I'm always going to be a Juju fan. I hate that he does TikTok and all that because I hate TikTok. But, you know, I, I love him. It was pretty cool. He was actually uh, on his scooter. You know, those little scooters that you can you can rent. Well, we're walking downtown, just kind of like feeling the city out. And there he was. He was just listening to music, just stopped at a, at a light. And I was like, oh, damn, that that's that's Juju. <laughs> I noticed by the hair and and uh, I think he had a Steelers hoodie on. I was like, that's that's definitely Juju. And he was just chilling, man. I could tell he really loves Pittsburgh. And I, I think Pittsburgh loves him back. But he's going to make a team really, really happy. Like if he were to go to the Jets um, or Oakland, you know, like he, he's from California. So, I mean, there's plenty of teams that are going to want him. And he's going to make a team really happy. Uh, I, I still think he's going to have a solid career. And um, I hope he gets a speedy recovery. But Guys, moral of the story, go to Pittsburgh. Go to Heinz Field. It was amazing, amazing atmosphere. It was my first game. I had a great time. Steelers got the win. So, yeah, it was a good time. But let's talk about the news of the day. So, John Gruden is out as the Las Vegas Raiders head coach. Bomb-dropping news. We, we kind of saw this somewhat coming. Uh, it's been a bad couple of weeks for head coaches. You got Urban Meyer out here cheating on his wife, uh, and apparently from what I've heard, I can't confirm this 100%, but from what I've heard and, and uh, seen, he actually knows that girl and has you know flown her out multiple times or has flown to see her multiple times. It, it, that guy's just, he's a sleazeball, um, and so it's fitting that he, he does something like this. So I'm, I'm going to imagine that he is, he is probably gone uh, here in the next couple of weeks. They are winless. They are going nowhere. But John Gruden, man, he is done. And, uh, you know, I, I, let me tell you guys how the story unfolded for me. So I only heard about his comments on uh, a player. He was uh, coaching at the time that their lips saying he had big lips and I didn't really see the, um, the, you know, foul play in that one. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't really connect the, the racist, uh, dots to that one. I, I didn't personally, and I'm not trying to speak for, for black people. Uh, that's not my place. I'm just giving my two cents just as I feel like other people shouldn't speak for other people. Um, so, but then more stuff started to come out and that's when I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. No, this guy's, this guy's probably done. Yeah. This guy's got to go. So, I mean, it's a weird scenario because like, if you do something wrong, you do something wrong. And even though this is, you know, 10 years ago, um, back in 2011, it, it, it was still wrong then. It was still wrong now. Whether, you know, the woke culture or whatever you want to call it um, was alive and well, um, it, it's still not right. So, I mean, he needed to be fired and he was. I, I don't really have a problem with him calling out Roger Goodell just because, I mean, who doesn't hate their boss? I mean, let's be honest, like, a couple years ago, everybody was hating on Roger Goodell for being racist or 
a terrible owner and all this stuff. Um, so I, I just think it's weird that, uh, People have problem with Gruden calling him out of all people because he doesn't really rub people the right way either. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's a tricky slope because I feel like we have a lot of people that want to hold people's feet to the fire but won't do the same for other people or other scenarios. So this this is just a question I have for, for all you listeners. Um and, and this is just strictly a question. I'm just, I'm just, I want to hear how you guys feel. So please comment back to me, you know, leave me a review, message me on Instagram. Let me know what you guys think. I, I really want to hear what you guys think about this. Um, you know, if you're the NFL, okay, you've employed and, and still have them playing in the league. You've employed murderers. Uh, you've employed uh, sexual and physical abusers against females uh, you know, men that abuse their children, drug addicts, essentially a lot of players are criminals and you've given them the pass. So why is this getting so much attention to the point that he basically was, he was fired? I mean, he can say he resigned, but he was fired. Um, that, that's just a question I have for, for people that, um, that are calling for him to be fired or, or the NFL in general. I, I think that the firing was justified. You know, there's no question about that, but how come, how come this, this guy doesn't get a pass, but, and I'm not, I'm not saying one's worse than the other or whatever, but I'm just, I, I think if wrong is wrong, then these players should be in the league. I mean, Deshaun Watson's got 20, what, 23, maybe more women accusations saying that, he uh, he was sexually inappropriate, and we're already talking about him from day one. We've been saying, yeah, he's not going to play this year, but he'll be back next year. You've got players that have beaten up their kids in, in Tyreek Hill and, and Adrian Peterson. You've got kids – you've got players that have murdered players, Ray Lewis. You've got, you, you've got people that have sexually assaulted women and then – been back in the league. Let's not forget the only reason that Ray Rice was taken out of the league for good is because it was on camera. I mean, there's been plenty of, of players that have been in the situation and got off scotch free. I think that has to, has to do with something with, you know, the, the, uh, the talent provided. I mean, that that's society. If you're really good at something, then whatever happened, doesn't really matter all that much. And that's that's a shame. I mean, let's ask ourselves this. What if what if the Raiders won a Super Bowl under Gruden? What if right now they're undefeated? They've been in the playoffs multiple years. Like he's put together a really great squad. Does he still get fired? I would argue no. I I, I think he'd get suspended or, or something like that, but that's it. I, I don't think that I think the hypocrisy is is obvious, and I just I don't understand how that goes unnoticed. Now, this is me talking. That was just a question. This is me talking, and I, and I want to be very careful. I want to be very, like I said, guys, I'm very nervous right now to talk to you guys. I'm being 100% real with you guys. Like, I'm scared in today's world that if you say anything, somebody will will get offended because that's just the world we live in. Everybody gets offended. And it's ironic because look at this Dave Chappelle skit that's getting so much flack from the uh, LGBTQ plus community. I mean, because this is where it's all kind of coming from. 
Um, ESPN put up a blanket statement. They've been doing it all day. They've been putting up blanket statements saying racist, homophobic, uh, this, that, the other. And, and if you've done no research or didn't see the emails, you would just think that Gruden's out here, you know, saying the N-word or, or whatever the case may be, and that's not the case. I, th- I think this is, this is the NFL trying to cover its own tracks. I mean, because, you, again, you still have people that are, high, <laughs> that are playing on the field that have done just as bad and some worse. Like, it's, I find that kind of puzzling. So, now this is me talking. Because I've had a problem with this from day one, and I don't like to get political on here. I don't like to to to. I like to talk about sports. This is a sports podcast, um, and I'm all about like however you feel, whatever you want to come on and say. I'll have guests come on and say whatever they want. I don't care. Like I I am open to listen and have communications, but I want to I want to address this fact. I have a major problem with with Stephen A. Smith, who on live television on ESPN live was saying racist things towards Asians, mocking African names. And his apology, or lack thereof, was basically just him justifying what he was saying, not really apologizing, no sympathy, did it on a, a, a Zoom call, what looked to be, it just, it wasn't genuine. Um, and after saying these things, he gets a live, he gets another TV show on ESPN plus. Now look, ESPN, that's his golden boy. And that's my question is like, if you're successful at something, does it matter what you say? Because we're at the point now where Stephen A. Smith is a character. I used to really love him. I I loved his input, his intake. He was very, uh, he was very in touch with what he was saying. Now he's just saying things for clicks. And so I find it a little ridiculous that he can get up there on live TV say the things that he said and saw no flack from anybody saw no no drawback nothing i find that crazy to me um i mean this is the same guy that got max kellerman kicked off he said it himself stephen a smith said it himself yes i wanted max off now you can say because they didn't get along or whatever but i think a lot of people know especially in the in the black community a lot of black community, black people, they really, really like Max Kellerman, not as much as Stephen A. Smith. And Max Kellerman was speaking for a lot of people of color, and Stephen A. Smith wasn't. Uh, I, I think they had a, a player, I can't remember who it was, actually say it on one of their episodes. If you guys watch uh, their first take, I think you know what I'm talking about. But had Max Kellerman kicked off, I... I just think that he's a character and he's their golden boy. He's their cash cow. They pay him a ridiculous amount of money. So he can get up there and just say whatever he wants and he's not held accountable. I have a problem with that. Um, I just, I, I, I really wonder if the Raiders were winning, this wouldn't matter. Because as you can see, all these legendary players, like it doesn't matter if they're really good. That's all I'll say about that. I'm sorry to get all serious on you guys. I want to hear what you have to say. I love conversation. I love hearing what people have to say. I, I want to hear what you guys have to say. I hope I don't rub anybody the wrong way or, or uh, make anybody angry. I hope in 10 years this doesn't come back somehow and, and get me in trouble if it does. You know, and, and I hate that it has to be that way. But, you know, if I want to work for a big company, like I I, I just have to be careful what I say. And, and I would never say some stuff like that, but it's just... 
everybody's offended by something these days and it's it's crazy but yes John Gruden definitely needed to be fired I completely agree with that statement so I want to move now I want to be done with that topic uh, I, I do want to talk about this and this is the last time I'm going to talk about it don't ask me to come on and talk about uh, UNC football don't talk to I don't want to talk about them at all I'm done with them UNC football is done that's not a secret they suck all right they just lost to FSU. FSU is so bad in so many ways. They are probably the biggest joke of college football, not named, not named Carolina. And I'm done talking about them. And I see all these NC State fans talking on Twitter, giving Carolina crap, and that's fine. Like, I, I would love to give them crap too, but I haven't commented because they're irrelevant to me. They're a bad team. They're irrelevant. This isn't like Carolina and basketball. Carolina and basketball being bad a couple years ago – that's a story because Carolina's not always bad in basketball. They're usually really good, if not great. This isn't a story. Carolina, best season under Mac is eight wins. If, if you have a brain, if you have half a brain, you could have seen this coming, that Carolina wasn't going to be good. I thought they were going to be pretty good, not college football playoff good, not Heisman good, not, not any of that. They lost way too much for them to be that good. But what makes you think that they're going to get 10 wins, let alone – the, the freaking college football playoffs. All right, Mac Brown exposed himself as a joke. Sitting here blaming the media. Being top five in some rankings. College football playoff underdogs. Watch out for Carolina. Mac is back. You were in these kids' living room saying that. You were in these kids' living room showing them the participation trophy, that little ring you got for beating teams in North Carolina. Your best season is mediocre at best. Hell, NC State matched your record with a third-string quarterback. I'm done talking about Carolina. I don't want to discuss them anymore. They are irrelevant. Until NC State and Carolina play in the Rivals Week, I don't care about Carolina. I'm done talking about them. I don't care. They're bad. They've been bad all season. Now they might be a negative record, which is fitting. They lost too much. I think it's hilarious that nobody that was so on this bandwagon in the media or on ESPN or, or these college football game days are, are calling them out for anything. But like I, I, at this point, I don't care. I'm done talking about Carolina. I'm done ridiculing them because they don't matter. They are irrelevant. College, Carolina football is irrelevant, and it always has been. And until they change that, they're always going to be. And I'm not saying that NC State is some giant, you know, Kingslayer. Yeah, we beat Clemson, which is a great win. Clemson's not as good, but it's still Clemson, all right? It's, it's a massive win, for sure. I'm not sitting here saying that we're any better than the next person. I'm just saying that I'm tired of talking about Carolina. They're not good. They're irrelevant. This is no different from any other season before. This isn't one of those cases where, oh, Carolina could run the table and win the ACC. No. They're done. They're over. I'm done talking about them. I don't care. Keep ridiculing them. Fine. You're not going to see me do it because they're not, they don't phase me anymore. I don't care. They, the only week that I care about them is when we play them. Other than that, they can do whatever they want. They're terrible. All right, last topic for this episode I want to talk about Squid Game and how all you people on, on Twitter are ruining everything. Please, for the love of God, stop ruining endings. 
All right. If you see a show, just say it's good and move on. Stop showing up like, oh my God, I'm in the middle of watching this. First of all, let's, let's backtrack. I told people about this show that I work with weeks ago, weeks before this thing blew up. And everybody said, all right, whatever, I'll check it out. Now everybody's a damn Squid Game fan. First of all, the show's not even that good. It's okay, it's not that good. Predictable as hell. I predicted basically everything. I watch a lot of TV, so maybe that's why. But still, I'm just saying, not as good as everybody advertised. If we're going to grade it on a scale of 1 to 100, I give it a 70, maybe even a 65. It's, it's solid. Watch it. You'll like it. You won't love it. Everybody's blowing everything out of proportion. That's the main reason I hate Twitter. I hate TikTok. Everything blows everything out of proportion. It's annoying. Stop ruining the ending. I, I, I am in the middle of watching a, a, an episode or I had just gotten done and I see a picture of a certain character and somebody said, oh, this guy deserves better. Or, oh, uh, this picture. Wow, can't believe this happened to this person. It's like, stop. I hate you all. Please, for the love of God, stop ruining things building off of that screw squid game it is not as good as midnight mass me and my girlfriend have been watching midnight mass that is the show on netflix netflix that show is insane that's the same guy that wrote and uh produced haunting of hill house mike flanagan that's his name haunting of hill house and uh haunting of bly manor uh haunting of hill house is probably the best plot best writing uh, best best story I've ever seen on a TV show. Definitely for Netflix. I mean, th- I know this is high praise, but like Hill House has the best plot, the best writing. I've been taking a couple of like film classes. And so we're learning like terms and, and what, what shots mean what. And it makes me appreciate films and TV shows a lot differently now because I didn't realize these things had definitions. But I'm like noticing th- these things when I'm watching TV now. But like this guy's writing is amazing. His storytelling is amazing. Hill House, go watch that. Bly Manor, it's not as good, but it's still really good. It's not as good as, as Hill House, nothing ever will be, but still Bly Manor's solid. But the show that people are not talking about, stop watching Squid Game, go watch Midnight Mass. I can't even tell you guys what it's about because it will ruin everything. Just please take my word for it. It is a very, very slow burn. You are going to find yourself a little bored about three episodes in, but holy shit, guys. Excuse my language. When it flips and when you figure out what the hell's going on, holy shit. Uh, Yeah, that show is insane. Please, please go watch it, guys. I'm not kidding. Please go watch it. All right. I am done for today. I got some some serious stuff off my chest. I promise I'm not going to be doing this a whole lot. I just felt like it would be injustice of me who wants to get into sports and talking about sports to not talk about what's going on with John Gruden. Again, I hope I didn't offend anybody. I hope I didn't say anything to rub people the wrong way. If I did, please contact me. Please talk to me. Please tell me what you think. Um, Let me know what you guys thought of the episode, what I could improve on, what you want to hear. Leave a five-star review. Leave a comment. Follow me at Red Solo Sports. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Episode 50, we did it. The Big 5-0. College basketball is right around the corner. I believe it's only 30 days away. I am going to be brushing up hardcore on that, and I'm going to give you guys my preseason ACC prediction. Hopefully going to have a a couple former players. I'm trying to talk to a former NC State player. Possibly he could get on, and and we could talk some some basketball. And, you know, I want to cover the entire ACC. You guys know I do that, so it's not just going to be NC State. It'll obviously be mostly NC State because, you know me, diehard Wolfpack fan, go Pack. But I want to give you guys everything, a little bit of taste of everything. So it's going to be a great season. 
College basketball is right around the corner. I'm excited. Football is heating up in the biggest way possible. We're getting all our sports right now. How amazing is it right now to be a sports fan? You've got hockey starting. You've got playoff baseball. You've got NFL. You've got college football. You've got college basketball. All five major sports going on. It's incredible. And can I just say, playoff baseball is probably the best sport there is. Now, I love college basketball. I love March Madness. I love everything about it. I don't watch too much baseball. But when playoff baseball is on, I stop what I'm doing. I'm watching that. It is incredible. For all of you that hate baseball, that hate on baseball, please sit down and watch playoff baseball. It is the best thing that there is in sports. It is electric. And I know that's weird to say about baseball, but it is electric. It's amazing. Hell, we got NBA coming back. Who's excited for the Hornets? I mean, the Hornets are actually going to be pretty decent. I want to give you guys like a preseason Hornets take. I probably won't cover all of NBA because let's be real, there's only like three teams that are in competition of winning the whole thing. Uh, But maybe I'll do some Hornets stuff. But guys, thank you for listening. Thank you guys for supporting. You guys have been really cool on Instagram and and, and following me there and interacting with me. My fantasy football team is... is <laughs> God, guys. If you've seen my Instagram story, you know the story. I have now lost four games of 1.5 points or less. I'm down 70, and I've got Diggs, Mark Andrews, and Ravens defense going. I'm like, I don't even have a shot right now. And then, boom, Mark Andrews gets freaking 42 points and I lose by what 0.8 I think or 1.3 something in that range it's just the football gods do not like me I don't know what I did to piss them off I don't know but the football gods are just being cruel to me uh I I feel better about this situation because when I put that up I had about six different people you guys know who you are I had about six different people be like yep same thing happened to me and every almost every single one of them had Mark Andrews it's hilarious but awesome season we're having uh Lamar Jackson holy crap that guy is just a winner he scares the shit out of me as a Steelers fan but my boy Kyler Murray is still MVP I don't care what y'all say all right guys I'm gonna get out of here we're gonna talk some more sports next week be sure to grab a cup fill it up I'll see y'all next episode peace out